You're listening to the Radioactive Robot Podcast Network. And now, it's time for Let's Get Animated! Alright, hello everyone, welcome once again to Let's Get Animated! Where we discuss your favorite cartoons from the 80s and 90s, and on today's show, we are discussing the most powerful man in the universe and his extremely hot sister, with your podcasters of power, myself, Josh McJay, and Mr. Mateo Solis. We have the power. Indeed. And our very special guests, hostess of Creeps and Treats, and the Brain of Skeletor! Kimmy Chameleon. And our very own Princess of Power, you know her, you love her, the Queen of Cosplay, Padawan Princess Jen is with us too. Yay! And like we said, listeners, today we are discussing He-Man, She-Ra, all the masters of the universe, and it's going to be awesome. Masters of the universe? Yes. Who gave that title? Huh? Who gave that title? Filmation. Take okay. it up with them. <laughs> <laughs> and first, before we get into everyone, we are going to discuss briefly the voice talent of the show. As you know, uh, John Irwin was the voice of He-Man. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer was also Man at Arms, and Skeletor, my personal favorite, one of my favorites, although I think Hordak's more badass <clears> than <throat> Skeletor. <throat> we'll yes. have that discussion later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that war later on. And uh, for Matt, you'll enjoy this. Uh, Cam Clark did the voice of He-Man in the 2000 reboot, but he was also... Uh, Leonardo, right? He was Leonardo, yeah. and he was also He-Man, of course, and he did uh, both Adam and He-Man on that show. Really? Yeah, whereas the original series, John, uh, John Irwin did Adam and He-Man with the same voice, Cam Clark would do He-Man, or sorry, would do Prince Adam as a kid, and then as he would turn into He-Man, go, oh, you know, Ah, yeah. So that was always a really, yeah. a really cool thing I thought he did with the character. And then, of course, uh, Melanie Britt, who was She-Ra, of course. She-Ra, She-Ra. And we're going to talk about her in great detail, because they're all amazing. I'm all amazing voice talents. What? What? <laughs> Just the way you're you are a 12-year-old little boy. I am. It's okay. Once I get the sword out of power. <laughs> and but do you have the honor as well? Not the honor, but, but I'll, you have the power. I'll have the power. <laughs> and for sure, hopefully, a, a tiny bit. Nice. So let's discuss how the show influenced all of us as kids. Obviously, different generations all in the room, which is awesome. So, Matt, you're new to it. What did you think? Um, 80s cheese, I loved it, but I'm not going to lie. Like, He-Man was cool, but She-Ra, I feel like that show was a lot cooler. She got the, the be- I feel like she got the better like character origin story. Like, He-Man's like, I have a sword. I turn into a superhero. That's it. Whereas, like, She-Ra is like, you know, I was kidnapped by the horror as a child, born and raised to be a badass, not knowing I was part of the evil clan, and yeah. became the hero. Yeah, she definitely got a better backstory, for oh, yeah. sure, because Adam was always portrayed as being very lazy, and it's like, here, let's give the power of the universe to this guy. But I felt like they got on his ass real quickly in that show. Like, literally, like, it was the first, second episode I saw, like, he walked in, you know, just like, oh, hey, sorry I'm late. They're like, you, you know, you, you piece of shit. How do you come in, <laughs> come in five minutes later to Urkel's magic show? It's like, calm down. He yeah. was just late. It's not like he was, like, slaughtering children or anything. Yeah, but, oh my god. He was kind of just doing nothing, though, in between. Mm-hmm. Like he was that's, having picnics. Yes, yeah. I guess that's yeah. true. Adam hanging out with his talking yeah. cat. Yeah, Adam doesn't. Like you're so you're fucking slacker, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can get he up and do something. He cooks. At least he's a man that can cook. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's and, very true. Yeah. Always important tra- uh, trait to have. It's true. He can cook and he doesn't mind wearing pink. <laughs> nah, <Yeah, and laughs> it was the eighties. Pink was in. He's that's like, true. Real men wear pink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And white tighties apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wore tights. Yeah, seriously. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Like, Tila pretty much walked around in a onesie for the whole episode. Yeah. yeah and I never does, saw them she? working out. They were just lifting boulders all the time. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they, the power everybody was always in shape. I was going to say, the power of the universe gave them strength. They didn't yeah. have to work out. <laughs> what was kind of cool was, in the filmation version, uh, when Prince Adam would become He-Man, they would just swap out the clothes and give him the physique. Whereas in the reboot, he would be scrawny as Prince Adam, and then when he uses the sword, then he becomes, like... That makes more sense. That makes yeah, more sense. Exactly. That makes more sense. I agree that makes more sense. And, like, the whole going, like, almost like Superman style, like, oh, you don't recognize him because he doesn't have his glasses on? Yeah. How do you not recognize that it's the same fucking dude with yeah. that shitty haircut? <laughs> yeah. Like, literally talking the same in the yeah. original, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same voice That's... for both and everything. Like, how did no one recognize him? Like, oh, Prince Adam disappeared, but He-Man is here. Yeah, like, right. like, <laughs> he takes off his like, shirt. It's literally the yeah. same thing. Like, he doesn't yeah. have any kind of disguise or anything like that. He just wears like, less clothing. She-Ra, like, 
like her hair gets all long yeah. and she's like graceful sure. and she's got this like cute little outfit oh, on. Right. Like yeah, her yeah. voice changes a little bit. Like she's much more Her, like assertive, eloquent. yeah, and, yeah. and eloquent. She's yeah. got purple eyeshadow all of a sudden that comes yeah. on. Like all these changes, but like him, it's just like, just, hey, dude, like just what's up? Been hitting the gym, you know, a little spray tan going here. <laughs> no, and but... like the battle cat that like literally like oh. who else has a green and orange oh, tiger? I wanted <laughs> battle cat though when I was yeah. a kid. I thought battle cat was legit. What? I did too. I love I love Cringer. Really? Cat. Yeah. I did. To this day, He-Man's still one of my heroes. I use him for uh, inspiration at the gym. No joke. Because he's got a good physique. He's not overly bulky. He's yeah. just, he's strong. I guess He's so. got a good shape to go for, so that's what I'm going for. The toy, on the hand, he was like, he was like tiny, he was like tiny, but like Who? ripped the toy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like he was like short, but like, Argh. He was felt. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, they had the, like, the Eternian gym at the palace. They all just kind of worked out. That's why they all kind of looked the same, so... But yeah. no, that's true. I was that's why I, I dug Shira a lot too because she has, like I said, she has the much better backstory. Like, yeah. like Matt was saying, she's kidnapped, she's trained by the bad guys, she's pretty much raised to be a bad guy. Then she finds out, holy shit, I'm not a bad guy. I'm actually a princess. I got this sword. I got this cool brother who's also a superhero. Awesome. Now it's like tables are turned, and yeah, her transformation's kind of cooler, and her scene theme music's a little cooler. But you know. But well, that good. comes after they already had test run everything for He-Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she comes later, so they've already had the practice. They've already gotten these things, so they were able to do more of, like, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Um, I mean, both of them, you still always see, like, back, you know, like, the 80s. Like, they never kill anyone. They never use their swords to harm a human. Like, there were very strict rules that they had to follow for that, which I thought was interesting, too, that they even, you know, like, even though time progressed and maybe their stories got better and the animation got a little bit better and stuff with She-Ra coming after He-Man and stuff, they still kept all those same rules for both series, like, throughout the entire thing. They throw, like, a lot of rocks, pretty much. Right. And that, well, because that was, you didn't have violence like that when we, in the 80s. These are the shows that we grew up on. And, um, you know, like, so She-Ra is, like, I have grown up with my entire life, you know, and was a huge influence for me. And it was weird because... And we, your cosplay is epic, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I do cosplay as Shira, But more importantly that, when I was going back and, and reviewing the, um, you know, episodes recently, uh, I realized how much she inspired me that I didn't... I didn't know that she inspired me. You know, being mm-hmm. very strong and very independent, but also very empathetic. Um, she yeah. has, you know, almost empath abilities that you see throughout the show, um, but and very quick witted and very, you know, coming to solutions that don't involve violence necessarily. You know, it was a lot of times where she's outsmarting people and having them yeah. crash into each other or things like that. And I, I just started to realize like, oh, like this is probably why as an adult I am, you know, similar in these traits. It's probably from growing up, my two heroes growing up were She-Ra and Wonder Woman. Like, nice. I, you wonder why sense. I'm like this, you know strong independent like alpha female it was like well, look, look who i was like growing up like with like watching every day on screen no for sure before i was ever a fan of dc and marvel it was he-man oh 100 he-man yeah. and lino were my heroes yeah. they were these big strong brave dudes with big ass swords and let's <laughs> yeah, that's true and actually yeah. and that's who i grew up with. that's who i grew up i'm like uh jenna saying uh grew up idolizing wanted to be like because they were these strong figures and then yeah to me, like I said, to this day, He-Man still one of my big heroes. And Matt recently got me a crossover comic of He-Man and Thundercats teaming up. Yeah. I'm like, this is everything yes. I love yeah, in one glorious amazing. comic book. Yes. No yeah, She-Ra, my but... brother had was into the He-Man thing, and I was into yeah. the She-Ra thing. So we definitely like, you know, bonded over that together and watched it a lot together. Watched, you know, I would watch He-Man with him. You would watch She-Ra with me. Yeah. We had the castles. We had all the toys and the figurines, nice. and we would play together and stuff. So I mean. For growing up in the '80s, like being a child of the '80s, and and actually getting to experience the first time around, like it was it was a huge deal. And then yeah, you go back now and you watch and you're like, oh god, these are so campy. Like, <laughs> how did we like sit fun. through this? Yeah. Like, I couldn't like barely sit through like a 20 minute episode with like out wanting to like multitask and do something else because I'm like, okay, yes, we get it. You're walking. Like, how long is this going to take? <laughs> but animators were lazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it took a lot to animate each episode, so there they were reused. So many episodes. They are. Exactly. There were so many episodes, and they yeah. reused a lot of you know. Like obviously every time they He Man and She Ra changed into their yeah, forms, they're just that. reusing that over and over again. So they oh, got, that, like, I keep seeing the He Man punch in the camera. Yeah, they use that yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah they kind of like reuse things. Well, people, or his famous laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think a lot of that is because like you know animation took so long back yeah. then because yeah. everything was hand drawn that like it was a way of, of kind of cheating. But now 
being so into technology these days and seeing things so rapidly come forth with other, you know, cartoons that we watch these days and stuff, it's funny to, like, go back then and watch them and be just like, oh, yep, yeah, we see you're recycling that shit, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Know, we know, we know, now we know. Although I feel like, too, because I watched, do you guys know that one, uh, uh, documentary series, like, The Toys That Made Us? I haven't, I haven't seen that. The He-Man one? Yeah. yeah. They do on He-Man. Apparently, He-Man was, like, made on the fly, on the cheap, because literally, like, the selling point for the toys, at first, the guy walks in, you know, here are these toys, like, well, that's great, how the kids know the characters, like, oh, uh, we're making a comic, and the guys are like, really? Like, well, we are now. Yeah. yeah. So the, the next toy store they sell to, they're like, that's cool, but, you know, four-year-olds can't read, and he's like, oh, oh. did I not tell you? We're making a TV series to go, to go with toys, and the guys are like, really? I'm like, well, we are now. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, something... I think that's the same way with She-Ra. I think they were like, oh, yeah. well, now we've got this whole thing on, like, guys, and, like, boys, and the boys like He-Man and all that stuff. Now we need to come up with a girl They character. actually talk about that, too, like, because part of it, too, was He-Man was out selling Barbie. They're like, yeah. okay, shit, we gotta bring in the girl audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He-Man has a sister. She-Ra, yeah. there you go. Exactly. And she was on a unicorn. Yeah, well, yeah. flying. Flying, yeah, flying. Talking. Yeah. yeah, talking. Yeah. Which and, um... scared me. <laughs> Swiftwind. Swiftwind, yes. Yeah. Swiftwind. Well, one cool thing about He-Man is in the original comics, he was just a barbarian with a magic sword, and yes. then they retooled his story a bit for the cartoon, and then right. he became, you know, Prince Adam with the sword and all that, yeah. and so that was really cool, just kind of seeing the... Okay, uh, real quick, did you guys ever, I'm probably, only, maybe not hopefully the only one who hasn't seen this, but listeners, when you were younger, did you guys see the He-Man She-Ra stunt show? There was a stunt show. There was a stunt show. Yes. And it was the greatest thing for a six-year-old me I could have seen ever. I feel like I did see it. I did it. watch it, but I, I mean, I don't recall details from it because I would have seen it when I was probably yeah. six years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I was six when I saw yeah. it, too. It was awesome because you got to see live on stage your heroes yeah. running around the stage, being He-Man, She-Ra, the villains and everything. It was great. That's I absolutely loved awesome. it. Did they have Oracle? That's my question. Yeah. They had everybody. Yes! They had everybody. They had He-Man, they had She-Ra, they had Skeletor, they had Man in Arms. favorite? Yeah, from the episode I saw, yeah. Um, Man is the Orko of this podcast. Awesome. I am. <laughs> <laughs> gonna agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah, He-Man! Oh, I floated him again! No, his foul magic has befoiled me again! Oh, man, those voices are the best. I, lo- right. I love... Uh, with that, it just kind of it made... It formed who I am today because of that. Yeah. You know, everything I have, I have goofy voice for. Because probably... <laughs> You know, due to that series mm-hmm. or something, and mm-hmm. those, that phenomenal cast. Who and did, I, who did Oracle? You were saying. Oh, something. one of the producers, uh, Lou yeah. Scheimer, Schemer, I think his name. Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, one of the executive producers was the voice of Orca, which was really that cool. Is that fantastic. is fantastic. And uh, I said earlier in the show, uh, Alan Oppenheimer did Man at Arms and Skeletor. At times, the writers would intentionally write dialogue, having him have a conversation between Man at Arms and Skeletor, just to mess with him. So we'd have to keep <laughs> switching back and back forth. forth. <laughs> like, I'll stop you, Skeletor. No, you won't. I'm Skeletor. Like, oh, right, I'll get you next time. And it's just this whole, it was really Back and forth. That's yeah. cute. That's awesome. I have to say, Indeed. I think Skeletor is the sassiest bitch on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just give him props? Like, now, like, I mean, there's so many memes about him yeah. as it is. But, like, if you just go back and watch, like, an episode, you're just like, you are a sassy motherfucker. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he has some of the best he had the calling. best, yeah, like, the best sass. Like, who yeah. would have, uh, like, imagined that Skeletor was, like, the original sass master? Like, yeah. he was sass such a, a sass master. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Yes, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I have the sass. He totally did, though. Like, <laughs> female He-Man. Yeah. This <laughs> is the worst day of my life. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's just so funny to go back. I'm like, you were like the highlight of the show now. <laughs> he was sassy, but Hordak was a badass. Yes, and yeah, we were just talking about, you know, yeah. getting into that as far as their their differences that, like, Hordak was definitely way more uh He was more intense. And yeah, intense was. And like, was very like just alpha like, blood. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, enslaving an entire planet. That's, like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Skeletor never yeah. had it, you know, Skeletor was just kind of like effing around every once in a while. He's but like, like, I want the power of Grayskull, that's right. about it, and yeah. destroy He-Man. Hordax's yeah. like, fuck it, I want the world. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm just gonna enslave this entire world. And, and he yeah. like, in other dimension too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember true. he, what, he was, uh, he used to be Skeletor's teacher, right? Yes, in the he car- was the mentor. He was the mentor, and then Skeletor turned on him, and... Well, so, they... Yeah, no, Skeletor was, like, they were, they got split up, like, when they were trying to steal the, because they were supposed to steal both twins originally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they just really? ended up getting, yeah. They only grabbed, or, um, Adora, you know, Adora and yeah. then they, like, got caught, and so they split up, and then, like, basically, like, they kind of both double-crossed each other, and then mm-hmm. Skeletor got left in He-Man's dimension, and then Horak went off and took the baby. So they got split up, and so then they were, like, so then when, in the movie, when they come back, they bring, you know, 
Adora back to Castle Grayskull and to this, you know, universe and stuff like that and introduce her to her parents and stuff. Then, like, Skeletor and Hordak have it out and they're just like, oh, the master becomes the people and people becomes the master. Yeah, like, really? Yeah. Little, like, sass when does this happen? In the cartoon. When? That's in the, the Secret of the Sword. Yeah. It's Secret of the Sword, which actually gets broken up. If you watch it on Netflix now, it's, like, yeah. the first six episodes of She-Ra. Oh, It shows, like, okay. the origin of, like, She-Ra. It's, yeah. like, the whole, like, breakdown of it. Because that's pretty... how they introduced She-Ra was yeah. through this movie, and then it was like, oh, now she has her own series. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it was pretty cool seeing how that all went down. And well, it was cool because um, I always thought that uh, Hordak, seeing, being more badass, also had a better array of minions, too. Really? Yeah, he had a Shadow Weaver. Shadow Weaver was responsible for keeping Adora under That's his control for, until she finally broke the spell. Yeah, and then uh, supposed to be 20, 20 yeah, years. Yeah, old. yeah, something like that. Yeah, kind of. That's weird. It's like Hordax, the I think the baddest villain, but I kind of like Skeletor's minions a little bit more. Well, Skeletor is well, oh, Skeletor way more lovable. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah for like sure. he's definitely the villain that like like I said, he's so much sass. We're just like <laughs> I kind of want you to succeed but just like, once because you're funny. Like Beast yeah, Man, yeah. Evil Lynn, or Evelyn, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, <laughs> Evil Lynn. Yeah. 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 Then yeah. Lockjaw. Trapjaw. Trapjaw. Lockjaw is something else. Beast, beast Man. Mer- We're not talking Man. adult cinema here. Merman. Those yeah, Merman Man. was cool. Yeah. Uh, I like Stratos. I mean, Stratos was one of the masters. I like uh-huh. Ram Man. Uh, Man at Arms, of course, one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, and then Man. Tila. Snake Man. Stink Man. Stink. Oh, you mean Stinkor? There you Stinktor? go. Stinktor? Yeah. That guy, the skunk? The skunk? <laughs> that guy? <laughs> Why do they were... always have to like theme their villains after animals? Like, there was, like, Catra and, like, the scorpion yeah, chick. Yeah, like, exactly. Why do they always right. have, like, yeah. weird, like, animal slash villains? It was like, the 80s. That's I why, know, that's that's why also every, every hero of Filmation had a talking animal sidekick. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny. That's well, what... they, they definitely had a formula. Yeah. yeah. And, and they stuck to it. It worked. Yeah. I mean, and then you think, again, like, they must have adopted some of that, like, the whole, like, secret identity thing must have come from Superman. Yeah. Stuff yeah, like that. Like, sure. they obviously, like, have a formula, like, okay, it's gonna be a secret identity and nobody can know. <laughs> and you're just like, even though you look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think what the show really did well in the 80s was, like, have this fantasy land but also they brought in like robots and mm-hmm. outer space mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. and it was just something where you could really you know get into the fantasy world and, yeah and like it was a like blend. a perfect marketing yeah. plan to reuse yeah. probably old toys yeah. or get more artists involved in these um I had so many action figures. Yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, like I think that was the main, well, had, the the main idea behind it. Yeah, yeah. Sell them toys. Yeah, yeah, it was all about selling toys in the 80s. Oh, I mean, that was yeah, absolutely. He Man, I think, was the first, wasn't it? Yeah, and they just followed that formula throughout the 80s. It's like, oh, you got a, a toy brand you want to sell? Cartoon it. Yeah, right. Thundercats, Silverhawks, Ninja well, Turtles, I mean, to mean even Transformers. Yeah. They, George Lucas in the 70s was doing the same. I mean, yeah. he knew that Star Wars was going to be something that was going to be able to sell stuff like yeah. toys and stuff. That was his whole goal. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. it had already been... It wasn't like they came up with it on their own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, and now he's a billionaire. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think they even say on documentary too, they want a, a toy line to rival Star Wars because Star Wars was right, the big the thing of that thing. era. Exactly. Yeah, so sure. you got your space. Yeah. yeah. And you got your barbarian. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got kind of everything. You got your yeah. unicorns and your Pegasus and your, yeah. Yeah. And your monsters and your, and your villains. Monsters. Interestingly, yeah. uh, interesting, I can't say the word. Interestingly, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Enough. Um, I found it again rewatching some of the episodes. Once they got into like after they did the introduction of She-Ra and everything, and she's just like per episode doing her own thing, saving you know, trying to help this rebellion get underway and stuff. They end every episode with a little character that talks about something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like so he was like, "Did you see in this episode that someone was bullying someone? This, this was is like my childhood. That, you know, yeah, yeah. And Seriously. So, like it was just very. I thought like again going back as an adult and watching that, being like, wow, like this cartoon wasn't just." 20 minutes of entertainment, but, like, literally tried to have, like, some kind of moral afterwards of, like, if yeah. you feel like you're being bullied, please talk to your parents. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the next mm-hmm. one was, like, did you see in this episode that someone was sad? Like, so, I mean, as a child, to be even in the 80s, to That's be getting true. that kind of, like, knowledge through, like, yeah. a cartoon. Yeah. Like, today, like, kids have all these, like, you know, tablets and programs and everything to be like, doing all this stuff. But, like, to bring, to think about that as a 
cartoonist in the 80s and be like oh like why don't we have a little less yeah, in each exactly. of them or or bring something to yeah. it like something that, like i just thought was really impressive oh, <laughs> they sure. even went over drug use yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right I mean, yeah they uh yeah. God, they even went over child molestation too they like they got oh, into right, yeah. like one of them was he man and she were saying you know if something like this has happened to you talk to your teacher talk to your parents it's right. not okay you know you have the power to speak up basically yeah and i was like damn right he man yeah fucking so a insane. like how like you don't see cartoons these days no, no. Touching on any kind of subject yeah. like that. Although, I don't think so. One thing I noticed too, like, I didn't think about it, so like, right guys were all mentioning it, was like, they talked directly to the kids. Yes. Yeah. Like, G.I. Joe was like, oh, here's a group of random kids, like, getting into trouble. Yeah, getting in trouble. Like, they were like, literally, hey, kid, thanks for watching our show. Here's a yes. lesson. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's true. G.I. Joe was more not so much directly talking to the audience, they were just talking to these group of kids. And the kids, right. I guess, watching were supposed to be, like, taking it from it, whereas He Man or, or She would just be like, hey, guys, He Man here, your friend. This is what you should do. Exactly. Right. Like, Damn right, he man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for sharing that with me. It was like an after-school special. It yeah. was. Yeah. Hundred percent felt like it. I was just like, hmm. Yeah. Really See, mom, expected. it's educational. Exactly. If Transformers had done that, I probably would be president right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, absolutely, Optimus yeah. Prime. I can be somebody. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh God, I just need to have a PSA with like, you have the power, you have the touch. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So many awesome cartoons at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're going to cover them all, so... Exactly, that's the goal. That is the goal. <laughs> Even some of the ones you may not have heard of. Or the ones we shouldn't be talking about. I know, right? Uh-huh. Oh, come on, at some point we got to do Police Academy. I guess so. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> or California Raisins. So this is really cool. Talking Shira, of course, they are rebooting her. And Yay. she's coming back to now on Netflix. Which I think yes. is amazing. And I'm hoping uh, He-Man makes an appearance at some point. I hope so. I have but a friend is... that's working on the project, but I can't give any information because I don't know what information mm-hmm. I can get out of him or talk gotcha, about yeah. it. But, you know, I, and knowing anybody in any the industry, you can't they can't talk about it or anything. But mm-hmm. it's exciting. I'm so excited to see this come back. Yeah. Um, can we talk about her dress? Because I know you sure. yes. you are in her dress, right? Yes. So, um, costuming-wise, I actually realized that I think they took a lot of inspiration from Valkyries. Does anyone know what a Valkyrie yes. is? Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, um, basically, they were women that worked for Odin um, who would choose who would pass away on the battlefield and be taken to Valhalla. Um, and a lot of times you see them talk about their costuming being... Um, headdresses that were adorned in some kind of wings. Uh-huh. Which she has. Yeah. She has. She has a crown that has kind of like winged sides to it, usually dressed in all white. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like for some reason that I don't know why, you know, whoever designed her costume, I think try maybe took a little bit of influence from that. Yeah. And the um, Pegasus. And, and the, the Pegasus the, the and everything. Horizon. I just felt like it has a very similar... When I started... Uh, piecing together my cosplay, like my headdress is actually a metal headdress, and mm-hmm. and so I have very noticeable winged sides to it because I wanted something. While half of me did want to go plastic and use the actual little like cheesy piece from the eighties because I had that costume in the eighties. <laughs> that if you do remember, if you were a kid of the eighties, um, your costumes came in a bag and they were all made out of plastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. They yep. were a little yep. plastic sheet that you had as like you know that you just threw on as like your dress or whatever, and then you had this plastic headpiece either with a mask or or just like the headpiece. And so I thought about going like that route at the <laughs> beginning and doing plastic and being really cheesy, but then at the same time I liked to you know upgrade things and so I actually like commissioned this headpiece from someone on Etsy and and it's like a full-on like metal very heavy metal headpiece and uh heavy metal yes nice Um, and we're talking the 80s it's acceptable hair metal and so um I was going to a viking festival prior to wearing it for uh one of the cons whatever con I I think it was yestercon that I debuted the yeah 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 um Prior to that, I was going to a Viking festival, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, most of the girls dress as Valkyries, and so I had started to look into, like, what that entailed, and I was like, oh, I could totally wear this headpiece for this. Like, metal, wings, head dress, big, yes, got you. <laughs> and so that was kind of what, like, maybe, yeah. like, triggered that thought process. Um, but, yeah, like, I thought it was hilarious that she kicked so much ass in the tiniest of skirts, a corset with no back to it and Mm -hmm. giant boots (laughs) um and always just was like graceful and perfect and wonderful so (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm so jealous see i'm i just turned 44 and i feel like i missed the whole she-ra empowerment yeah i mean it started with wonder woman of course yes but um 
I just like I was just a little bit older and I, I all all of my he he man, she ra came from He Man and, yeah. and if I was just like a couple years younger yeah. it would have been so yeah, much. Yeah, so that's more, where my childhood is. Yeah. <laughs> Powering for me. It was. In, I mean I definitely like Linda Carter Wonder Woman was definitely my first like yeah female you know hero. I had her underoos man I oh. I spun the shit out of myself I literally nice. had I, my parents and I've told this story before the guys had to buy me the like little Wonder Woman one that had the attachable cape yes and every single size because I would wear yeah. it all the time and every time I'd outgrow it I would need to have another one because yeah. I couldn't be without one mm, awesome. and it was literally like all I wore as a kid was this like Wonder Woman little like underoo thing with like de- detachable velcro cape on it mm-hmm. um so I never had a she-wear costume other than like those plasticky ones that we got for Halloween so when I got into cosplay it was definitely on the list of like characters I wanted to cosplay eventually yeah but it was one of those things where it was like you know, I wanted to do it justice. I wanted to do it right. Um, and so I made a lot of modifications to the costume. Also, not just for what I wanted it to look like accurate to her from the 80s, but also to help with, you know, I needed to wear a bra under it because I <laughs> have big boobs. Can't have me graceful. <laughs> Can't be um, shouting for the honor of Grace when it pops right. out. <laughs> 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 All right. I have the Big more shadows. <laughs> well, that's gonna be a different. Area. That's on DeviantArt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, <laughs> but I, like the <laughs> I do find her costume to be um, simplistic but inspiring, and I like that. Um, I probably will continue to upgrade, and I think a lot of cosplayers do this, where they <laughs> up. You know, you start with your cosplay, and and it's like, okay, this is good enough to wear this first con, and then it's like each con you kind of you like up your game, up your game, yeah. just yeah. for your own personal. So I mean, I think eventually I'll end up getting it commissioned through my costumer and doing something that is corseted and a little more. Um, but I just thought the one I have now is like great for, especially for Yestercon. It was such a fantastic because Yestercon is an eighties and nineties nostalgic con. So awesome. to, to be able to wear it there and have people that actually, you know, Dante Bosco, like literally just like staring me down and then asking if he can hold my sword. I was just like, yeah, you can hold my sword, Dante Bosco. Like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty cool on its own To It is very funny. Um, I did wear it for Halloween one year and being out in public really shows your age. Um, <laughs> Of how many people don't know who you are. <laughs> I think a lot of people always want to ship. They always want to couple He-Man and She-Ra. No. Oh uh, my gosh. No. Which I, I hate those fuckers. That drives me right? crazy. Yeah. And so I actually have two brothers and I've tried to convince the younger one to dress up as He-Man for me because, you know, yeah. we, we are actually yeah. like a brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. But not, it, it is really yeah. hard to like, I always see couples trying to do the couple's costume. There's actually... Um, something you can buy on Etsy, too, that has, like, all these, like, couples, like, romantic couples listed, and, like, in big letters, one of them says, like, He-Man and She-Ra, and it drives me effing insane yeah, every time yeah. I see it. I'm no. like, I mean, maybe I want to, like, He-Man and Tila. Yeah, He-Man and Tila, for sure. Right? I always thought they could have something, yeah. but... Yeah. Yeah, the ones that think he made a Shira are a couple. But like you know, I've like I said, I've been out in public and people have been like, Well, who are you supposed to be? And I'm like, Oh, you must be like twenty two years old. Oh you yeah. Don't I don't know who you. I am. <laughs> yeah, right? That was like the when I wore it to Halloween, everyone's like, Are you like a Viking? Like what oh, are and I was dude. just like, oh, okay, I'm too well, old to be oh. out here. Maybe with this reboot that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. maybe everything will change and, and everybody'll get back into it and she's yeah. badass maybe. enough that she can do her own series. She doesn't necessarily oh, need He Man to show 100%. up. I'm excited for that though. Yeah. Like, That'd be amazing. It's, it's a, it, I mean, with the whole, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, the success of that, and then with she were coming out, it's just yeah. going to be fantastic. Yeah, well, there hasn't be been a good three. Masters series since the 2000 reboot, so it's nice to see this uh, franchise coming back, and That's maybe it could yes. open some more doors for other characters. Yeah. Maybe a yeah. movie. I would hope for a movie. That would be amazing. That's something I would love to see is a new He-Man movie, either animated or live action would be great. Yeah. Yeah. He-Man, there you go. He-Man, She-Ra, and the crossover, boom. I have a franchise right there. There you go. Well, it's done in the 80s, but we'll redo it again. Yeah. <laughs> like everything else, right? I love yeah. that <laughs> 80s movie. Come on, that was amazing. That 80s movie. The, the Christmas one? The Christmas one. No, the live action movie. Oh, okay. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren and Frank Langella Skeletor. That's still, like, the I love that movie. It's still the craziest casting right there. And that one dude, Billy Barty is Goldor. He was like the midget in every 80s every, movie. Every, every you know, 80s Every time you need a little dude. Always had to have a midget. Always had to have a midget if you want to be a legit yeah, 80s film. Yeah, 80s film. Seriously. <laughs> hey, they did Willow. That was an entire <laughs> film true. of midgets. I love Willow. It was a great yeah. film. It really still is. Still, the baby while you were taking a pee-pee. Yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah, sorry. that is something I would love to see. I would love to see a game, even. Like, game, a new other comic. Like, like I said, they did the whole He-Man Thundercats reboot. That was awesome as a comic book. I would love to see more of that. Yeah. Because they're doing so much more with 80s franchises now in comics, which I guess it's easier to get away with than with TV. I don't know. What I the rules so. exactly I would are. just... I would love if they could keep the campiness of Skeletor. I just... I just love that. Sassiness. I want him to be sassy. Yes. I want him he to be... He better stay sassy. That's the best part. And that's... It's in keeping with the whole the whole thing of it. I mean, he just was campy and over the top and yeah, he was sassy. He was a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he really was. He just needed a hug. I really think he just wanted a connection and, and that was probably all, I all just, he needed. He wanted I, to be long. He wanted to be long. <laughs> I love the fact that uh, King Randor was okay with Adora walking around in that outfit when she wasn't She-Ra. Yeah. Like, he had no problem with it whatsoever. His daughter's yeah, basically wearing a onesie. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, oh, daughter, you're back. You're wearing a onesie and I can pretty much see everything, but uh, that's, that's yeah. okay. And she had, like, no pants on either. No, she didn't. Well, it was just, like, a, like, leotard. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. was walking but around. But I mean, again, like, yeah. 80s, leotards, everyone wore them. That that's was, like, true. the thing. Uh, yeah. My, I actually, like, am more upset that she wore that costume with it being that that was her... Her... on that show are amazing like Tila for one thing she's yeah. awesome you know daughter of man at arms trained as the, yeah. the captain you have the sorceress of course mm-hmm. who's like the, the, the sage one cool thing I don't know if listeners know or not is actually Tila is the sorceress's daughter oh yeah her and uh, daughter of her and man at arms okay so, oh. I did not know that oh love so triangle. man at arms has two daughters two daughters wasn't the I thought the other one was her daughter uh, Tila. Oh, Tila's okay. his daughter. Okay. And yeah, it was, their, it was their kid. And the cool thing, too, is uh, Randor's wife, Marlena, is actually a human. She's from Earth. She's not from Eternia. Oh. See, so I didn't Adam's half, that. or I guess Earthling, half Eternian, which is kind of cool. Really? Yeah. Huh. What was all this? Little, little hit tidbits of so, clever writing wow, here and there. I didn't know about this love triangle. Yeah. Wow. There was this whole thing, I guess, him and, yeah, Man Arms and uh, the Sorcerers had a thing at one point, and then they ended up having her, and... I guess she wants him to keep it a secret for whatever reason. I don't know. Well, she was she secretive was about everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, so why she not? Didn't, like, again, like when she's sending Prince Adam into this other world to find this, she's like, you just need to find her. I'm not going to tell her your name. Tell her yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The sword will do the work for you. Pretty much. Like, yeah, pretty much. And it's like, she oh. was all super she, secretive. She was 80s Google. Like, if the characters had a problem, they're like, oh, oh let's yeah, just ask the sorceress. Hey, yeah. sorceress, how do I make, you know, toast? Yeah. Oh, you just have to do this, Prince Adam, yes. and all will be revealed to you. Yeah. Thanks, sorceress. Yeah. All right, guys, we know how to make toast. Where's the butter? <laughs> so she's like Alexa, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. She's Siri. She's, yeah. She, to me, when I was a kid, I looked at her as like, like God. Yeah. Yeah. Like she well, was she's in very, this. Yeah. yeah she like she was a soothing voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was all not, you know, all knowing yeah. and just well, very can... like. What? But she couldn't leave the castle. That was her thing. Yeah, right? she couldn't leave the castle. She couldn't leave yeah. castle. Unless she was yeah. in like Falcon form for some reason, which was kind of weird. Yeah, she could leave in Falcon form. But yeah. she couldn't leave like castle as in human form, which yeah. was kind of weird. And she talked about that all the time, every yeah. single episode. Yeah. Like, I, I can't leave the castle. I'm like, sorry, He-Man. It's up to you. We got it. We got it. We know we're kids. Okay, we you're, you're small attention span. We yeah. can't leave the castle. Check. And that was a rollback. You can stop skeleton. It's like thanks. We got it. We're good. So that is so interesting. So he totally hooked it up with her. Mm-hmm. Had to be inside Castle Grayskull, too. Well, if you're going to spoil anybody That's in the universe, true. might as well be the sorceress. Yeah, 100%. Well, or She-Ra. Yeah. So, just saying. Yeah, well, I know you like She-Ra, so Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm married a blonde, so yeah, clearly yeah. that had an influence on me as a young man. So. Yeah, that's I like funny. them strong uh, alpha blonde females. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, but I like again. That's the coolest thing about her. Even when she's not Shira, she's a badass. Yeah, yeah. Because she's already been trained in everything. She's yeah, smart so and she's, she's cunning and yeah, all that. Exactly. And, and she, there was like again, I was just watching episodes over this last week, and there was one where like I watched last night with pirates, and she's like, I think this is better if I do this as Adora, and so she like 
opted not to use her powers and all this stuff yeah. and to then pretend to be like a just normal person instead yeah. I can and i be like myself i can be, be myself and still be yeah. powerful yeah. and still get out of these situations i mean eventually of course she did end up having to like use she for yeah. a brief minute yeah. but for the most part she played you know played her strengths yeah, yeah exactly that's true and well, was like i don't need to be the superhero i'm just gonna be me and still kick ass and still show that like because it's the whole thing like again sh- her planet is enslaved and so she's trying to yes and she's Mm -hmm. trying to inspire each village to start to stand up for themselves and to be to be rebellious and to and so I think that comes across you know again like a lot more with like the episode I was watching last night she was saying like well I'm not going to bring the entire rebellion here and fight your fight for you I'm going to show you how to stand up for yourselves I don't think they ever really resolved it they don't. Right? They, yeah. the, so the show maybe the yeah. new reboot. The show will, got canceled before do, they. Yeah. yeah. They resolve. She got canceled mid rebellion. Yeah. So. Oh, well, maybe they'll. I hope resolve so. That yeah. With this. Well, they could do so much with the writing today. I find TV writers to be much more uh, intelligent, much better. So hopefully they will. Well, and a lot of them are probably again our age that grew up with this. And yeah. Again, like you know, it's kind of the same thing with like Star Wars. You know, coming back thirty years later, and and, and our generation being the ones that like loved them and, and cherished them and grew up with them and, and then now are in charge of making these stories yeah. and so you see all those little hidden easter eggs or nods you yeah. know yeah. and oh, like sure. like Rogue One with like yeah. the blue milk or whatever it is yeah. like you know that it's because that was a fan that was like oh yeah. we're gonna put this yeah. in this scene you know what I mean like sure. and so I think a lot of that is the same thing anything that's being rebooted these days is, is our generation that's now having their chance that's to shine true. and, and have right. such a love for these things that they want to make sure that they're going to be the best version possible so I have hopes for this new series i think it'll be amazing yeah i, I just hope too. they keep in the lesson at the end yeah seriously. <laughs> can we have some lessons again please yeah, yeah. i miss those can those are lacking t- away from yeah everything? it would just be great just be like hey kids you know and yeah. just address because yeah i looked forward to everyone each and every one i was like did i get it did i get it did i get the lesson and then just kind of reviewing my own morale my morals yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay i'm not bad yeah I can be somebody because He-Man and She-Ra said so. You know what? I mean, oddly enough, like, I've had this discussion before as far as, like, I'm not religious. And so people that grew up uh, having religion pushed down their throat, being like, you need to be good or you're going to hell or anything like that. And I always wondered, how am I still very moral and still very, you know, a good person and things like that. And now I'm like, oh shit, it was He-Man and She-Ra. <laughs> Fuck, dude, that's all you needed. <laughs> Who needs church when you have He-Man and She-Ra? <laughs> the church of eternity. Church. Exactly. <laughs> worked, actually, worked great for me. <laughs> I remember them actually giving morals during the stunt show. It was hilarious. They would stop in brief moments. They did. That's yeah. awesome. Because they were still trying to teach kids, you know, valuable lessons about teamwork and friendship and all okay, this stuff and working together. It. Yeah. And bring it back. Bring oh it back. God. It was amazing. It was so amazing. Oh my god. For a six year old kid who grew up idolizing these guy these characters, I'm like, He Man's on stage. He Man's saying I can do awesome. Yeah, He Man. Especially what they can do now with stunt shows, because I actually got to see the Marvel one and she was hot. that thing is freaking mind blowing. So I'm used to like, oh, turtles and ice, they kinda do stuff and that's <laughs> it. Whereas like literally Iron Man pops out in an Iron Man suit. Shoots lasers, the ground lights up, and the bad guy sparks and falls down. I'm like, holy Whoa. shit, this is awesome. That's amazing. Or they bring out the freaking Hulk, like a guy in a giant Hulk yeah. costume who can yeah, grab yeah. people and toss them. Yeah. Well, you, gotta, like, you gotta figure animators of today, like Jen was saying, probably had an influence from these cartoons. Yeah. That they throw in these morals into these characters like the Avengers, where yeah. you have Captain America and all these guys working together, and they probably took something from those yeah. cartoons we grew up that's with. That's true. Because Cap's always like, all right, guys, we can do it as we work together as a team. Yeah. You know, and Tony Stark's a little bit of the ass, but he's like, yeah, I know what, Cap's right. We can blah, blah, blah. And even Hulk is like, yeah, Hulk smash with team or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Smash with team. We are Groot. We are Groot. Oh, uh, yeah. Groot. You can learn a lot of life lessons in those. That's true. I miss that. I miss, like, that about society. It's like, they don't really try to teach stuff anymore. Now it's just finger pointing and blaming yes. and making you feel like an asshole yes. for something that maybe necessarily isn't your fault when you could just stop for a moment and think about it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm at fault. Maybe I should take lessons from He-Man and Zero and realize maybe I need to work on me. Mm-hmm. It's not that necessarily so. you want to be spoon-fed the no. lesson, but I think with kids and everything, it, it, it's yeah. kind of a, a good way to make yeah. it educational to, to actually at the end. Seriously. Teach the kids, but don't force-feed them like you said. Yeah. Just yeah. like, hey, kids, here's a suggestion. That's all it is. Take it for what it is. Yeah. Not, you have to believe this. It's yeah. like, yeah. you want to believe it? Cool. You don't, that's okay too. Yeah, because kids remember like this is gonna be a total like, tangent a little bit, but I remember like some kid. Who? Yeah, I know. I know the king, king tangent <laughs> right king here. Because <laughs> right. like some kid legitimately like knew how to do uh, 
the Heimlich maneuver and save almost friends in like the lunch what? hall by watching a SpongeBob episode where they did that. See? Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks, SpongeBob. Yeah, Linda Kim was like, yeah, I saw it on SpongeBob and I knew what to do then. That's so, good though. See? So bring it back. It's like I saw a He-Man episode. He-Man knows what to do. Sonic the Hedgehog did it too. That's come on. That's, that's good. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. Uh, one I was mentioning, I was thinking about this earlier. One thing I really do miss, though, from cartoons are like either the epic theme song intros or the epic, <laughs> deep baritone voicey narrations, or you know, like long ago, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. You know? That's true. They don't do that anymore. They don't. No, they make it too real. Yeah. Too realistic. Like no, Peter Kahn. I want it. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. Peter Kahn's a good example. Voice of Optimus Prime. He also did the narration for Voltron. Uh-huh. So you hear the you know from days of long ago. Blah blah blah. I know. <laughs> Still robot. I love Voltron. Giant robot, 80s robots are legit. I know, like Voltron and he did both, though. Like, you worked on Voltron and yeah. Transformers. Like, you don't think that's like a, what is it? Like, Type conflict cast. of interest right there? What? <laughs> no, like, no, no, not at all. He supports all giant robots <laughs> because all sentient life is allowed to exist. Mm-hmm. Something like that. To the Office Prime. That's your right there. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. so, we all learn lessons from He Man, She Ra, Optimus Prime, the 80s guys. I think I'm a better person because of these shows, to be I honest. Think- <laughs> I think you're more animated I agree. because of these. <laughs> <laughs> well, that isn't even a show. I watched a lot of cartoons when I was a kid. So. Uh-huh. Heck yeah. yeah. That's why in, a, in, a, in just one little flip of the switch, you can go from one character to another character to another character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the voices. <laughs> yeah. Mighty Skeletor. I love Skeletor. I bet you do that in your own thoughts. I do. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you can do it, Josh. One more rep at the gym. All right, Skeletor. Ah! <laughs> Very good. Oh. Now to the legs. But ever gets you through the day, right? No, definitely. Yeah. That's hilarious. No. Usually it's hair metal at the gym for me, though. Yeah. A little bit of Warren, a little Def Leppard, you know, some Van Halen. Gets me through my workout. You don't, like, pump some iron here, like, do 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 Dude, if I could get that as a song on my Pandora, I would use it. You should. You just lifting it. Oh, yeah. Give my gym real coming. What the fuck's wrong? <laughs> Walks in the theme music. He Dude, I'm serious. If I could get that as a as a sound as a song on my Pandora playlist, that's so awesome. yes, so hell yes. Although, question for the panel. Yes. Better theme song, He Man or She Ra? Ooh. Hmm. I'm always gonna go with He Man. I'm always gonna Me. go with She Ra. <laughs> the that's a tough one. Right Ooh, that's a tough one because they're both pretty awesome. That's true. Both are really catchy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't expect it. Like even like at work, I'm like. I'm gonna, I mean, as much as I love He-Man, I might say she was a little bit better. A little more catchier. Yeah. I mean, yeah, He-Man is epic. Prettier. Yeah. It it's, it's got prettier. that epic, bassy, you know, upbeat, and then she was a little more like... She runs, she runs. Yeah, a little yeah. more kick-ass. Yeah. There's a little more kick to it. Yeah. Whereas He-Man's more like Conan the Barbarian's theme almost. Where it's like, That's bum, true. Bum, 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 and then she was just like... He was no. basically going Yeah, for essentially, yeah. yeah. Which I think was probably what they were in conflict about in the beginning, too. Yeah. yeah. That it was a rip-off of Conan. Yeah, well, which especially I the live-action. That's another yeah. thing you don't see anymore for films. So you don't get those 80s grand adventure journey films anymore where you have, like, the hero and then his ragtag group of misfits that band together for the common goal. Beastmaster. Unless it's Star Wars. Uh-huh. True, yeah. Unless it's Star it's like, Wars. Are you we don't talking really... Star Wars? Yeah. Star Wars being the only exception. I feel like Rogue One pretty much covered that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the one film. I'm saying they need to bring that back as a genre. As a genre. Yeah. Maybe. True, yeah. I miss it. I miss Conan. Yeah. That was one of the first um, posters I ever had was wow. Conan the Barbarian. I was a weird Tony child. I had nothing but I wanted boys toys and boys posters mm-hmm. and and the whole thing, I had a commando poster. I don't know. I guess I was in nice. love with nice. Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. But um, but back then, there was definitely the boys and the girls. Yeah, it was very yeah. separate. You weren't supposed to like the other things. Yeah. Which yeah. was nice about having a brother because I kind of got to like. Oh, I'm so jealous. You know, like kind of. Yeah. He was, while he's two years younger than me, like, he, and I've claimed this many, many times before, is a huge influence on why I'm such a big nerd now because. <laughs> He was, you know, allowed to kind of, like, yeah. play video games and go get comic books exactly. and things like that. And while that wasn't something that I was, you know, supposed to do as a girl, like, within my friend's group or anything like that, I would still do it behind their backs with my brother. Blame it You know, on like, brother. having my brother and be like, oh, it's my brother's comic book. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> you know, I would always be the helper, like, for video games. Like, I'd sit there and watch and be like, no, you gotta go this, especially for, like, Zelda, like, when you need oh, yeah. to, like, yeah. remember, yeah. Yeah. like, yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, I was the memory. Yeah. Like, he was just like, what do I do next? And I'm like, you're gonna go here, and then you're gonna move. Remember, you gotta move that brick over, and he'd be like, you gotta oh, use yeah, the warp yeah. whistle here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, <laughs> you know, he was a huge influence for that. And so I, I did, we did tend to share a lot of toys, you know, the action figures. Like I said, he had all the He-Man stuff. I had all the She-Ra stuff. But then we would battle together. Yeah. And, you know, do all that kind of stuff, Is too. Is that an 80s thing? Because my sister was the same way. Like, she would play my, you know... G.I. Joe's. I actually borrowed her She-Ra toys because mm-hmm. I didn't have any girls like for the Batman side or whatever. Right. <laughs> or like she like she helped me out with video games too. But like, okay, what do I do in Turtles? Yeah. Oh, well, this one. You got to be yeah. the bad guy. Oh, oh okay. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I still actually enjoy like watching a lot of video games. Like I'm not a huge gamer, but like, you know, Assassin's Creed is a beautiful game to watch and, and yeah. kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So it's still... Um, translates along for today too. Like I, I still like to watch video games and help out. I'm like, no, you gotta go here. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, Masters of the Universe video game. Hell I would yeah. love like I want to be Skeletor though. I want to be him. I want to get into mm. that. Would be cool. A you fighting know? game, you think, or maybe like a like an action adventure game. I think an action adventure game. Action adventure. Yeah. With two cool. story modes, you can play through it as yeah. He-Man, and you can play through it as Skeletor. Yeah. And then unlock the Shira. The yeah, Shira. Exactly. <laughs> She'll be get, DLC. Get over yeah. Etheria and then go to yeah. 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 But in today's yeah. world, she would be DLC, unfortunately. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to play Shira? Oh, here's t- 1999 yeah. for the whole thing. Fuck <laughs> you. Wait dude. six months later and get the uh, ultimate edition with everything. In yeah, it. with everything. <laughs> you want to play as Man at Arms? Cool. Here's the Man at Arms special edition. Oh God, they could do that. So everything. I want to play a stink or. <laughs> I wonder if like weapon we weaponry would be like Skeletor, like dishing out all of his insults. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> snark. Yeah. Bring back his enemies with snark. Yeah. Snark. Hit them with snark, Skeletor. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do that or I do it like an RPG style. Matt knows so much I love RPGs. Oh, yeah. I would do like a squad based RPG style with that. <laughs> so you could start with He-Man and then unlock all the other characters to be on your team. To be battled. Yeah. Fantastic. And you could right? play both the good and the bad side. So you can yeah. do Skeletor, unlock all of his baddies, yep. right. He-Man, all yep. of his. Yeah. Like certain as things you need certain characters to do. As long as we get to, to uh, design our own outfits. Hell yeah. Or even a Lego game. Lego games are popular as hell right now. I love Lego. Lego, Lego He-Man. He-Man. Lego Masters, Masters game. Universe hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I can build Castle Grayskull. It's cool. Yes. yes. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be fun. I do love Lego. <laughs> and everything that they put out recently. Apparently you can do anything now with that. Not to get off on a tangent, but like yeah. they have all these 80s properties now you can do oh, as Lego. The Lego Dimensions? Oh yeah. yeah. They like got Ghostbusters, Back to future everything is now part of this and i was like amazing like legitimately you can have like song the hedgehog team up with like egon team team up with like <laughs> i'm trying to think who else they got on that thing like from they got batman or superman team up together and got a team right there wow. that's awesome now we need skeletor exactly <laughs> oh god skeletor, I really think we need skeletor awesome. is like more in our daily lives i really do can that, that be sass. like a daily thing? Like you just get daily Skeletor sass to your phone? Like well, I, the Skeletor the, I just stumbled across the Skeletor meme literally last night. I was uh, like, yes, like it's still, it's still relevant. I still love the one meme I, that I love is like where it's like when you make a joke and it hurts someone's feelings and you have Skeletor with a dog being like, I yeah. am not nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one too. All of his are good. But I want to be evil. Mm-hmm. I must be evil. <laughs> what evil then won't like me if I'm not evil. What is this Christmas you speak of? Although he was badass in uh, the Master of the Universe film. I he was. Say. Like yeah, he was actually badass. scary. He was scary. I remember yeah. him being actually pretty scary yeah. when I was that. He's like, I doubt anything. I am Skeletor. I love that line. I am power. What? Isn't like a, a line? He's like, I have power or whatever it was. Nope. No. I okay. drink a no. milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> I just it was one scene like he like overacts because they keep me playing on Hollow Babylon for sure. Uh-huh. Ooh, what is that? Ah! Meme, 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 meme. Describe the meme. It's Skeletor and Evil Lynn sipping wine. It's like relationship goals. Yeah, it's yeah. so a person. So we're looking for a relationship with me, Skeletor, and Evil so Lynn. So you want to wake up to a high-pitched, sassy man with muscles, is what you're saying, Jen. I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> everyone knows that's not my type. Muscles aren't my thing. <laughs> Sasses. God, they need to make like a Skeletor, Evil Lynn sitcom. That would be amazing. Evil Lynn, just take out the trash? No, that's your job. How is it my job? Mary style. <laughs> God, man, all the other yeah. minions are the kids. Like, yeah. What were they all doing all day long? You know, Beastman. Doing their own thing. Question, yeah. They were just like in the cave, like picking rocks. Playing cards, know. you know, yeah. discussing philosophy. Yeah. I imagine this favorite needs to be I mean, in the other world, they were doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah that's went, true. The villains in He-Man were pretty much waiting for Skeletor to give them orders. Right. On the other show, they're like, y'all, no, we actually have a mission. We're going to yeah. conquer this entire planet. Well, they I mean, they had to keep up on enslaving the yeah. entire that's planet. That's true, yeah. It's a lot of work. It you is, know? it's you tough. you got to go from village to village and 
show the fear of God and everybody. Yeah. I wonder what like, Hordak's morning routine actually is. Like, he gets up in the morning, he's done sleeping, you know, does he, like, throw some water on his face? Does he do, like, his evil affirmations and be like, yeah. I'm going to be a horrible dictator today, you know, and then goes down, maybe eats some breakfast, talks to Shadow Weaver, and it's like, so what do we have on the board today? Well, Kordak, what we're going to do today is we're going to enslave this part of the planet. Mm-hmm. No. she might show up, but we can handle her. <sighs> Nordak's like, all right, sounds like a plan. Turns into rocket mode. I'm off! Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it went like. 100%. Ah. nailed it. Uh-huh. Nice. I think you did. Come on, tell me how you did. <laughs> all right, there you go. Awesome. All right, I think that was amazing. I think we're going to wrap the podcast up right now, and I want to thank our amazing guests for joining us and talking Masters of the Universe and come back again and talk some more cool girl. Geeky shit with us, I'm sorry. Geeky shit. Geeky, Geeky shit. More shit. of our Geeky favorite shit. 80s and 90s cartoons. And next week we're going to be back, Kim's going to be back with us to discuss more filmation of Brave Star and Ghostbusters. Not the real Ghostbusters, no. Matt, but just oh. Ghostbusters with the dying talking ape. But we won't go into that right now. Damn. If you guys liked the episode, please, please, please leave us your likes, your reviews, your ratings. If you want to follow any of us, uh, at this Matt Solis on both Twitter and Instagram, uh, just Joshua J is my. If you want to just follow the podcast network directly, it's Brad Robot. Rad uh, zero for the O in robot uh, at Kimmy Chameleon, of course. Right? Or is it something different on Instagram? I don't know. You know, Look no, at that's Kimmy all good. Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Padawan Princess, find her and check out her uh, Shira cosplay. It's amazing. It's just as amazing as she says it was. It Play. is. Beautiful. And a Skeletor, mighty Skeletor would say, Thank you all for joining us on Snake Mountain for the podcast. <laughs> good night, everybody, and thanks, thanks so much. <laughs> Have the power.